Are you a woman over the age of 35? If so, I need you to listen up. When I was in perimenopause, I was struggling with mood swings, hot flashes, and acne. When my symptoms began, I wished I had one place to answer all of my questions. And I want you to have what wasn't available to me, Morphus. Morphus is a company started by two women who are in perimenopause and menopause that just want to help other women in this phase of life. They have a podcast, Menopause Reimagined. They have a website, We Are Morphous, with amazing products that provide relief. If you are struggling with any of the over 102 possible symptoms, yes, I said 102 symptoms, then please check them out. You are not alone in this. Visit wearemorphous.com. That's W-E-A-R-E-M-O-R-P-H-U-S.com. It is time for Quick Fire Wednesday, which I enjoy so much with the wonderful Dr. Forrest. Dr. Forrest is a chiropractor and the founder of Twin Oaks Health, an alternative medical practice that specializes in helping people manage complex health problems like diabetes, thyroid disease, fatigue, and depression. And today we're going to be talking about an article from NaturallySavvy.com, Better Brain Health for Students and Seniors. Now, if you're not a student or a senior, this is still great advice for everybody, right, Dr. Forrest? Yes, it is. It's not just for the young and the aged and decrepit, but everybody in between. (laughs) All right, Dr. Force, let's jump into this. So let's talk about food and brain health. I know for so many of us, we think of food as medicine. And I assume in your practice, that would be a big thing as well. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Your mom was right. You are what you eat. And if you're not eating the right things, then your body can't obviously use the proper nutrition to start feeding your body the extra energy, creating the hormones, allowing your brain and body and eyes and lungs to work like it should. So yes, your brain is no exception. It needs the right fuel in order to operate. All right. So in this article, they have 11 foods that support and promote brain health. And the first one is almonds. And they actually say that this can help with your memory. Absolutely, because almonds are going to actually increase a hormone called acetylcholine. And acetylcholine is used for not just short-term, but also long-term memory and and motivation as well, along with you know serotonin, dopamine for motivation. But acetylcholine specifically is there for memory. And think about what hormones are used for. They're signaling molecules. So if we're low in acetylcholine, that is going to impact how quickly your brain can talk to itself. It needs the signals. It needs those hormones in order to transmit messages. So the fewer acetylcholine molecules or hormones we have, the fewer messages that can be transmitted. And almonds are an excellent source for the acetylcholine. And a bit about almonds, I would often recommend raw, unroasted almonds. Most almonds are roasted and salted. And the oils that they are roasted in, it can be sunflower, it can be peanut oil. A lot of these highly processed seed oils that will actually create more damage than the benefits that almonds can provide. So in order to get the best benefit out of this wonderful natural hormone boosting food, I would recommend the raw almond. All right. You can also get wonderful raw almond flowers, which are based, it's just basically chopped up almonds. Sometimes they're blanched, but sometimes you can get them that still have, what is it called? It's called the almond skin. And so they blanch it and gets the skin off. Uh, But then also excellent other sources of almonds is uh, you can get the almond butter. Costco has their brand to be brand specific. And the ingredients is 
almonds. And that's it. And that's what you want to look for is, is, hey, you know, it's it's ad advertised in the ingredients. So that's pretty neat. And that's a wonderful way to get lots of almonds in and healthy fats. Now, the next one is one of my favorites. I try to eat mm-hmm. half to one a day is avocado. So many great things about avocado. Tell us about it. With avocados, this thing is just a tried and true. It's a powerhouse. It's a workhorse. Think about what avocados, the main benefit is, is it's a very, very high in healthy fats. 80% of your brain is made up of fat. And once we start having less fat in the brain, that's a disease called Alzheimer's. Your brain starts shrinking. It doesn't work as well because fat protects the nerves in your brain. So the less fat, the less protection. And avocados is a dynamite way to get lots of healthy fats directly into your body. And your brain just sucks that up like, uh, like the good nutrition that it is. Yeah, you know, when I go to Mexican restaurants, sometimes I and I'm not saying this like in a braggy way, I won't even eat the chips. But honestly, like if it's good guac, I'll just eat it by the spoonful. You know, maybe I'll have a few chips here and there. Uh, But I mean, I use avocado in a smoothie. I put avocado on my salad. I eat avocado plain with a little bit of sea salt. I'll use it the way I just mentioned, like with I'll make guac out of it. There's so many things you can do with avocados. My wife and I have a saying that the chip is just simply the delivery mechanism that you have to have in order to get that guac in your face. It is so <laughs> delicious. And in fact, we were at this one Mexican restaurant one time and there must have been a misorder, but they brought out this huge bowl of of guacamole and nobody was eating it. And so I just took a tortilla shell and I just loaded up with only guacamole, a <laughs> little bit of hot sauce on top, and it was it was, it was, it was amazing. Oh, I'd love when they bring out that huge, like mortar and pestle thing. And some yes. places they'll make it right at the table and they put the fresh jalapeno and oh, it's delicious. All right. Uh, not, not as exciting as avocados, but still delicious and good for you are beets. Yes, because beets, they have something called nitric oxide in there, which does dilate your blood vessels, which means it it expands them, allowing for better blood flow. And if there's one thing that your brain is very thirsty for, it's for oxygen and blood flow. It Your brain takes a quarter of all of your blood flow for your body. So just simply 20, a full 25% is going above your neck. The 75% goes below your neck. So your brain is very, very thirsty for oxygen, for blood flow and beets uh, are very, very good source of that nitric oxide that will dilate those blood vessels, making certain that your brain has plenty of oxygen to work off of. You know, beets are also great. If you cut them and you just kind of dab them on your lips, it makes a great lip stain. So Something to think about. Something I wouldn't know, but that is very good <laughs> intel just in just in case I find myself in that situation. Lisa. Exactly. All right. Blueberries. I mean, what isn't in blueberries? Anthocyanins. I'll let you tell us about those. Antioxidants. Anti, they're anti-inflammatory. They're highly helpful in warding off new neurodegenerative disease and aging of the brain. It's just incredible. And they're delicious. Yeah. And you think about just kind of like the beets, I guess one other thing that beets are beneficial for Lisa is they're really good for having you freak out that you're bleeding on your insides the morning after you eat them because you forgot about. Oh, yes. (laughs) But anyways, with blueberries, think about with blueberries is is I think of the color. It seems like all of the colorful foods and vegetables have the high nutrition, have the massive amount of antioxidants. And the wonderful thing about blueberries is they're low in sugar. 
They're huge in antioxidants. They taste delicious. And anytime that you can have a food that is high in antioxidants, the better it is, not just simply for your brain, but the rest of your body. We are exposed to so many chemicals on a daily basis, on a monthly basis from the standard American lifestyle, even if we eat better than 90% of the people and the friends and families that we know, we're still getting some of that exposure. And, you know, this can obviously help with the anti-aging. So blueberries, fantastic, not just for your body, but your brain to keep it as young and functioning as possible. And what's so great is you can have them all year. Just get the frozen organic blueberries. Yes, absolutely. Put that in a smoothie. It's delicious. All right. Now, coffee is the next one. Personally, well, I own a coffee company, so I'm kind of a fan. Oh, do of it. you? Uh, I do. Yes. Oh my and uh, and it's a it's a wonderful bean, very very high quality. Obviously, fair trade, organic, uh, from the uh, plains or from the volcanic regions of uh, of Guatemala, called Huehuetenango, is what they're called. But anyways, uh, coffee is fantastic, and in my opinion, it's very good. Obviously, in in, in the appropriate amounts, don't have any more than I would say two to three cups, maybe four for a big person. That's fine. But caffeine, it's a, it's going to excite the brain. It's going to allow our brain to function better. There's been many health beneficial studies from a cardiovascular standpoint done on caffeine and coffee is great when it has that clear sort clean source. Most coffee that you'll get on the grocery shelves or in a coffee shop, there's actually something called mycotoxins in there. And that's because the coffee beans have been sitting for months waiting for the price to get right down south where it's humid, where it's hot, and mold's going to start growing on those coffee beans in that moldy environment. So that's specifically why, you know, long story short, that's why we started our coffee company because it has that low mold in there and it's not going to give you those negative side effects. So just with anything with coffee, make certain it's it's good, make certain it's clean. All organic coffee is not created the same. You have high quality coffee, you have low quality coffee, getting the specialty grade, uh, having that high quality coffee that is organic, that's limiting that pesticide uh, source there, you know, the Wetabenango coffee that's grown in the high plains. So there's a little moisture and it's ideal for that coffee. So make certain you know the source of your coffee bean and everything should be fine. Can you spell that for us? <laughs> Wetabenango, it's about 15 letters long. Uh, let me see here. H-U-E-H-U-E-W-E-N-T-A-N-G-O. It's something like that. Don't quote me. And what's the name of your company? It's called Sprout and Blossom. Sprout and Blossom. Okay. Sprout and Blossom. And so that came actually from just the the passion and the overall disdain that me and my wife have for the standard American diet. We are going to be graduating into healthy snacks and healthy foods, but we decided let's start with coffee. That's fantastic. All right. Well, my favorite thing on the list in addition, well, avocados, but a very close. Okay. I have to put this first is dark chocolate. And again, it has to be at least 70% cacao. And talk to us a little bit about how great dark chocolate is. It's it's so massive in antioxidants and flavonoids, which help with anti-aging. So here's the thing with dark chocolate. Chocolate has gotten a bad rap, as it should, because most of it is just simply saturated with sugar. Right. Uh, And like you said, it should be at the very least 70% cacao. Me personally, if I'm going to have dark chocolate, I actually like it 100%. Uh, and it is, I didn't just simply go from milk chocolate to hundred percent. I graduated to there. I strongly limited the amount of sugar that I consume on a daily, monthly, weekly basis. It retrains your taste buds. hundred yeah. percent dark chocolate is mwah, beautiful. It's, it's got all the flavors. It's deep, it's dense, it's delicious, but you know, go there gradually. Don't, don't go from one to a hundred. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I I think of it as if you're going to grab, you know, a candy bar or some seven good quality seventy percent dark chocolate. Obviously, do that. I like a little bit of sweetness because I don't really eat anything else sugary other than some fruits, and yeah. so I like a little bit of that sweetness. But I try to do an eighty-five a couple times a week too. If you want to create your own dark chocolate at home, a dynamite recipe is you can do all these parts are just three equal parts. So it's coconut oil, it's baking, it's it's the powdered chocolate baking powder, and then you can get a low sugar, healthy chocolate chip. So that chocolate chip is going to give you a little bit of that sugar, but just simply do like one cup of coconut oil, one cup of uh, cacao baking powder, and one cup of that healthy chocolate chip, melt it slowly and all, all in a saucepan, pour it in a glass dish, put it in the freezer, and it that coconut oil in there just creates and deepens that flavor even more. It's sensational. Oh, I'm going to have to make that. All right, let's talk about eggs. We hear a lot about eggs and protein, but they also have very good amounts of choline, which is a micronutrient necessary to make a neurotransmitter involving, again, here we go, mood and memory. So this is actually the same hormone that we're talking about earlier. It's acetylcholine and eggs uh, present a large amount of choline and choline is needed to obviously make acetylcholine. And so, you know, we have, we have chickens on our place here. We, we feed them, we raise them, they give us eggs. I eat eggs every single day. Some people do have sensitivities to eggs. So obviously be careful, but if you can handle eggs, it is the perfect protein high in vitamins of B12, folate, B6. It gives you that choline. So it helps out with memory. And a lot of people think that eating eggs is going to raise their cholesterol and make that worse. That there's nothing could be further from the truth. Eggs are a phenomenal source of healthy fats, healthy cholesterol. Your body needs those fats. And it's when people get in trouble with cholesterol, it's probably because they're eating more along the lines of that standard American diet that are high in sugars, high in carbs, high in bad fats. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's go to green tea. Now, because I don't like to do caffeine other than the little bit I do in dark chocolate, I don't drink green tea, but I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, wow, there's a lot of good things about it. Yes. Uh, with green tea, you know, just simply having one cup, we've known this for a long time. It's huge. It's got a lot of antioxidants in there. So again, great for anti-aging. It's got the L-theanine in there. It's got the polyphenols. So it just really does a wonderful job at helping your body. There is a small amount of caffeine, like you said, it's got about, I think 30 milligrams of caffeine per serving there. So there's a little bit. So for sensitive caffeine, do be aware of that, but most people can handle that small amount. And, uh, if you can handle caffeine, fantastic. If you can, obviously there's many more options for there, uh, for you out there. Great. And the last one on the list today is salmon. I love salmon, but talk to us about how important it is to get the right kind. Well, uh, you know, this brings me back to, uh, the summer job I had when I did go up to Alaska and we worked for a tourist fishing company and we would have boats go out and I'd be the guy on land who would freeze the salmon and, we would use a lot of the Atlantic or pink salmon for bait for other fish. Now, if you look at what is in most grocery stores and meat markets, you you will see that there's like the cheaper, cheaper kind is the coho or the pink salmon. 
I would opt for either the silver or the king salmon. It's a much higher quality. Make certain it's it's wild caught. Don't get the farm raised. That they're fed a bunch of crap. And if you feel feed an animal crap, they're going to end up having a pro-inflammatory lifestyle, which is not good for you. So make certain you get one that is wild caught. Get a king or a silver salmon there. They're the highest quality, highest in omega-3. That's that healthy fat. That's going to help your brain suck up that, that those natural healthy fats uh, to help your brain out. Awesome. Well, this is great. It's so great having you on. Not only, you're so personable and you know so much. I really enjoy our segment. So this, again, is Better Brain Health for Students and Seniors, but I'm saying it's for everyone. You can find it on naturallysavvy.com. Just look in the show notes for the direct link. And Dr. Forrest, tell us all the places we can find you. Uh, you can search me on Amazon, or not on Amazon, but on, <laughs> on the social medias. You can, if you want to work with me and my clinic directly, we help people from a functional medicine standpoint, live a healthy lifestyle, fix a root underlying cause of the problem. You can go to twinoakshealth.com and, uh, and you can schedule a call there. All right. We'll keep coming back to health power. Also check out Dog Eared and follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lisa Davis MPH. Thanks so much. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.